Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Sitting In. Today's special guest is Annie Wagstaff, also known as Annie Plays Guitar. Annie was kind enough to join me for a chat where we talked about everything from the pitfalls of live looping to Annie's unquenchable thirst for learning on the guitar and away from it. Tune in to hear Annie discuss her formative years studying the guitar and the writing process. And as always, thank you so much to everybody who's been sharing the podcast on social media and those of you who have gone the extra mile to actually get some sitting in merch. Uh, it really helps us out a lot and we couldn't be doing this without you. So thank you all so much and enjoy episode 60. One of my, one of my favourite things about your Instagram page, other than your fantastic music, is uh, there's something that just keeps us inspired and it's the uh, the word of the day so i know mm. we just had a, a wee chat about this but um uh-huh. it might be good to uh share our words of the day so yeah annie what is your word of the day today the, the word of the day today is right. aprosexia which is um like the it's like a medical condition apparently like an abnormal inability to sustain attention i guess it's kind of like adhd ah. i guess Say it again. Like the the actual definition. No, no, no. The name, the name of it. Oh, um. Well, I I pronounce it aprosexia. All right. It's a p r o s e x i a. I'm not 100 percent sure if that's right. the actual. And so it's like if you're uh, struggling to maintain attention, but it's more a health, like an actual thing. Yeah, like if you've got a wandering mind, or like ah. you're always thinking of other things. Yeah. Great, cool. How would you use that in context? <laughs> oh, God, don't ask me that. Literally, that's the most frequent question. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, how would you use that in context? Uh, oh, here we go. Um, Johnson's aprosexia kept him from retaining anything from the three-hour board meeting. There we go. <laughs> All right, cool, great, awesome. I don't actually know where I got that one from. I've just got a picture of it in my photos. Oh, great. Well, I, I remember when I was, um, I think it was when I was in uni, probably just to keep my brain working. I used to do word of the day as well, but I didn't share it. And um, whenever I speak to someone about like a word of the day thing, I always tell them like the one word that I remember. And I think I might have saw you, uh, I, I think I've saw you share it before. Maybe not, but let's see. All right. So my yeah. word of life is um, petrichor. Yeah, I love that word. Oh, you know yeah, that. I love that word. Uh-huh. If, if you don't like know what smell. Patrick, yeah, yeah. So it's the smell mm. of rain when it's just fallen. Um, and I remember, yeah. like, I, I tell everybody this word. And my uh, my old flatmate, she actually wrote a song, like, and put Petricor in it. And she got amazing. me a listen. I was like, ah, oh, that's amazing. That's great. Petricor. Yeah. That is a great word. That is a great word. It's really good. It's so appropriate living in the UK, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can Very say it pretty much, much every day every for day. probably the next <laughs> three months. Yeah. <laughs> literally what a joke yeah so you're obviously like a avid learner and you enjoy kind of taking information in and i've saw that Mm. through your words of the day but also uh the amount that i see you kind of posting like like practice clips and like stuff you've been working on Mm -hmm. um and i'm just curious like where does that curiosity come from is that something you've always been like into like always looking for new words or new chords or whatever it is you've been working on definitely yeah I'm like a, a sucker for stupid facts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, always, always, always. So do you like, get a lot of calls like 
oh Annie we need to go to the pub quiz because there's a prize and it's like <laughs> I'm actually terrible at pub quizzes like oh, I should no. be good but I'm terrible I'm so <laughs> bad um yeah no I just like I just really like knowing things <laughs> mm. and not necessarily like, I don't necessarily put them into context which is bad that's like the next step that I need to go oh, like right. like I love theory and I like would read books on theory but it was only later that I actually started like actually putting it into application and oh cool so was there a specific time in your life when you were like oh yeah like I should probably explore music theory because I know uh you know different like people get in different ways you know maybe they go to uni or maybe they just hit a brick wall with their songwriting they're like I need to understand um is that something you've like just been into from a like super young age or is it something that you were kind of given in uni or something um yeah fairly young I think I just got like a one specific guitar tutor um Mm. when I was like I don't know 14 15 and he was just like cool like I had lessons before that he's like you can play but you need to know you need to know your shit so he literally just like nailed every bit of theory I could possibly ever need into my brain so that then when I went to uni I kind of like knew the stuff that I was being taught and I could actually go and practice it yeah yeah where did you go to uni um I went to ACM Academy of Contemporary Music is that in London it's just outside of London in Surrey ah cool I've actually never heard of that that's cool it's quite little they've expanded now but yeah so did you think that like uh having your guitar teacher when you were 14 kind of drilling you with music theory did that help a lot when you went to uni because I was the opposite thousand percent like when I when I went to uni I was like gobsmacked by how little people knew I was like what you're learning about the freaking major modes like are you kidding like you're at uni what yeah, I, I couldn't quite understand it, but it was amazing because it 100% gave me a head start. I was like... I can imagine. Because yeah. even when I went to uni, like, you know, I had my head screwed on, but our teachers just never taught us any, like, theory. And um, I remember getting to uni and literally, you know, if you have, like, a eighth note tied to, like, a two sixteenth notes, it's, like, mm. three notes. It's not a triplet, but it's, like, three notes yeah. on a beat. I remember yeah. our theory teacher, like, getting us, like, clap rhythms. And I was just... I could not comprehend what the heck she was talking about. I was like, how can you... Like, I couldn't read any of the rhythms. That's basically what the problem was. And uh, obviously nowadays it's different. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I of worked a lot to understand that stuff. And now I, I make sure that I teach all my students. But yeah. um, it's cool that you came from the other way around. I would have been so jealous if you were in my class. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was just the biggest loser. But then I was jealous of those guys who could, like, shed, like... Sh- completely because yeah. I, I just couldn't do that but then I've also never really really wanted to do that mm. yeah how would you literally sorry no on you go uh no no no. I was just I literally like before I went to uni I found out um the guitar tutors and emailed them and got some lessons from them before I went I was like teach smart. me everything I'm gonna learn at ACM <laughs> wow that's <laughs> Such smart a loser yeah you're obviously like incredibly <laughs> driven to learn like <laughs> That's that's great. How would you describe yourself as a guitar player then? Because I, I know that you can do a lot of different things, but like, how would you do, you know, if you were, imagine this was some sort of job interview, not that that ever happens in music, and they were like, tell us how you play guitar. Like, how yeah. would you sum it up? Oh my God, that's a really hard question. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, I think I'm the kind of like, the kind of player that I can, I can learn pretty much anything if there's something to learn it. Mm-hmm. but I'm not 
necessary. Like, don't don't sit me down in front of a standard and ask me to improvise over it. Right. I could do it, but I'm not going to enjoy it. Mm. Like, it it's it was fun at uni and fun to get better and fun to practice, but like, I'd rather kind of like sit down and practice my arpeggios. Right. <laughs> Which cool. is literally, I think I'm the complete opposite of most guitarists, to be honest. Mm. Like most guitarists love like they're like, oh my god. Is there a solo yet? Is it my turn to solo yet? I'm like, you give me a solo, I will literally, no, just don't. Just don't oh really? Do I mean, I'm I'm surprised because some of the stuff you put online, like I know everybody has their own things that they do for like just for Instagram's sake or mm. YouTube or whatever it may be, but you know, I would assume that you're like, yeah, like give me that space because you can really do it. You know, you can play. I definitely enjoy it. I think I just I I've just always hated the like, the kind of jam night vibe of that kind of solos like if yeah. i know i've got a solo coming cool that's fine but mm. yeah that's cool that's cool so how would you yeah. uh say that your love for music theory has manifested into your musicality because i know you write as well it's not like you're just a mm. kind of guitar player who plays guitar solos you know what i mean yeah yeah totally um i, I think it's definitely helped um to be honest sometimes i kind of wish i knew a little less because uh like there's so much going on in my head that i'm like i don't want to play standard chord progressions mm. like, i don't want to do that like right i why would i do that when I'm, there's so much opportunity to do amazing like harmony yeah but i've kind of like only fairly recently actually comes to the point where i'm like no like the simple stuff is often the best especially for the music that i want to make yeah um I, I think it's really good to know what the possibilities are and then like rein it back and be like, yeah, cool, that's great. I can do all these subdoms, but actually no, I just want to play a two-five-one. You know? Yeah, 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 totally, totally. That's um, that's funny because I speak to a lot of musicians who have been through the the whole uni thing or just been super like passionate about learning, and they sometimes yeah. say the same thing. It's like you know, I kind of wish I knew a little bit less so that I could just play a tune and not be like, I just want to put a diminished passing chord in every semitone yeah. possible because it sounds kind of mm -hmm. cool and like we love mm -hmm. that kind of thing but 100%. uh when you're working as a musician it's not always the right hardly ever the right thing to do to be honest yeah literally yeah do you find but, yourself but sorry on you no, go. no 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 okay <laughs> all right what i was gonna say is that do you find yourself in like sessions often just like having to say it's like all right just just listen to the track and just play like the most simple thing you can come up with because i find myself like in that situation i'm like you know trying to make it just extra and it's like you know what yeah. like just listen to the song like it's the part is there yeah yeah no totally to be fair i don't really do many like um sessions anymore i literally just do my own stuff um but but in but in that as well yeah definitely like i've kind of just i'm i'm cool with just playing a popping line right like, cool yeah. I'm cool with that. So how does that kinda kinda if only I had a word a day for like the way this yeah. this hand signal is kinda moving. But yeah, how <laughs> does that affect your ability to write with Hannah? Because I think she is she like your main kinda writing partner? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah. she's Definitely. a piano player and I know mm. what it's like to work with piano players. It's amazing because they've got yeah. two hands on the thing and it's yeah, like yeah, so yeah, many yeah. notes. And sometimes as a guitarist, you know, we have to take it back even more and just be like, you know, yeah. like, how do you find that? Um, I find it super handy because like our strengths are very different. Like, mm. I, I like coming up with little parts um, and she really likes 
chord progressions and things like that and she's she's really good at that and like obviously piano voicings the things that you can come up with are just amazing yeah um that i'd just never come up with on guitar mm-hmm. so that's that's really cool yeah and no, i, I, I think, love it like, yeah i think they're the two instruments are like meant to be together <laughs> yeah it, no, no totally because like if you look in the pop world a lot of uh, piano or keys they are kind of together with guitar but it's funny in the jazz world because yeah. you know if you look at like the more traditional stuff there's pretty much never any guitar player playing with a piano yeah, yeah, player 100%. and i i think it's ridiculous because to me that is the most beautiful combination like mm. piano and guitar it's like ah oh, i love it agreed <laughs> yeah agreed 100 percent. cool so hanny is your main project right um yeah kind of i guess um it definitely was at the moment it's kind of like um we want to start something fresh and we've like oh, cool. got some new kind of projects that we're working on right um we're still gonna put stuff out on hanny mm. but it's it's definitely a little bit a little bit in the in the background now of kind of what we're focusing on oh cool well how did that project come about like how did you um, to meet and what's that process like uh so we met uh, at uni at ACM Hannah came over from Germany and we were literally I mean I was literally the only girl on the guitar course and she was the only girl on her keyboard course so we just happened to we were like well we've got to be friends then um and luckily enough we really 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 got on and uh and then like moved in together she was as much of a nerd as I was and it was kind of cool because we were like g'ing each other on and we'd be like oh my god it's 2am and Hannah's still up sight reading I've I've got to be up for another hour at least hey sorry for interrupting the podcast I'll just be one minute if you're receiving value from this podcast consider supporting me by getting some of the sitting in merch from teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash sitting dash in dash podcast that's t-e-e S-P-R-I-N-G dot com forward slash stores forward slash sitting dash in dash podcast. So Hanny, you said it was kind of moving on to the back burner, but I, maybe, mm. I, maybe I'm picking this up wrong, but were you not supposed to have some sort of tour happening this year? Hanny? Um, we did have a few things lined up, yeah. Um, but, I mean, obviously everything got cancelled. Yeah. So have you got so, any plans uh, to like move that project forward with the idea you had, or is it just going to be like a new thing completely? Yeah, we're just going to do the new thing, definitely. Ah. Um, yeah, we just like th- thought about it a lot, and like the kind of like the direction of the music is really different that we want to do now, and it doesn't really make sense to put it out under the same name. And right, and is that still to the same label? No, right. uh, hopefully not. Ah, okay. <laughs> Right. Um, it was kind of like I don't know if you know AWOL. We put everything through AWOL. Yep. Um, and it was it was kind of good for the first couple of songs. They like put in some budget for you, um, but realistically, that that, I mean, we're doing nothing. Right. Um, which I think everyone has the has that experience with whatever label they're with. Like everyone wants the person that they're with to do more, don't they? But, um, yeah, yeah I think we definitely definitely want a bit more like. I mean, we've just kind of figured out how we want to do it this time and we don't just want to be putting it out on all minimum budgets. And right. We want, like, if we're going to do it, let's do it properly. Like, right, cool. Put some marketing so, and stuff into it. I guess you're going to be working on a new label then. Has that been confirmed or...? No, 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 no. This is all super, super new. We've got, like, the music's pretty much done. Hmm. Um, 
we've got a little bit more finishing to do and then we're gonna like we want to get the whole thing together like images videos everything before we even like tell people in the industry that we've got got the new thing ah so i guess i'm not allowed to ask too much about it then i mean yeah i mean you totally can <laughs> i'm just curious then so about the uh the sound difference between hanny and this new project that's going to be happening like mm. what what kind of things can we look forward to hearing it's just super different like hanny is very 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 pop and we're working with so many different people as well like there's it's kind of like it doesn't really merge together it's always like there's a little bit of us in it but there's also a lot of everyone else in it right i see i see whereas this is like we've literally done it with us and i don't know if you know rachel collier yeah um, yeah she's hugely oh, cool. hugely talented and we're just doing pretty much everything with her and wow. so it's like all like really glued together all on sound it's a bit more like darker a bit more dancey um mm. but like darker dancey darker dancing nice like dan <laughs> dancing but with your eyes closed <laughs> yeah exactly that <laughs> oh sick cool so with regards to your performance um i mm. know you've done a lot of like live looping well it was with mm. hanny is that something that you'll see or we'll be able to see in a new project as well is it all going to be a little bit more uh well less loopy yeah we're going to cut it back massively it's going to be whoa was that the wind did you hear that <laughs> i did well um yeah no yeah no we're gonna make the live projects a lot more like kind of like simple a lot more performable before it was just crazy like the amount of gear we had to take three four techies with us to every gig wow. and just like we had just like stupid amounts of racks with like wireless iems and receivers and it was just like it was really cool like it, it looked dope but it mm -hmm. was just stupid for someone of our size like so, I mean, we needed like two Uber XLs plus how everyone was going to get there. It was just ridiculous. Wow. That is, that's... So we're like, none of that anymore. Like, keep yeah. it super basic, super simple. Play what we need to play, trigger the rest. Amazing. Cool. Will that be like just you three or will you have additional instruments playing live with you? It would, just, it would just be Hannah and I. So Rachel's just kind of doing all the production with us. Right. Oh, cool. Right. How did you get into the live looping thing? Because to me, like, I mean, even the way you just described it, like, I'm getting anxiety thinking about trying to collaborate oh, that live. It's like, horrendous. I like, I don't want to do it live. I just really don't. Right. I like respect Rachel so much that she does it all live. Um, like on stage, I mean, we've had it go wrong multiple times on stage. I mean, it's kind of okay. We notice it, but I don't think anyone else does. Right. But like. Um, it's just so much to go wrong, especially the way that there's so many ways to live loop and the yeah. way that we did it and we were comfortable with doing it was just a little bit like sketchy. If right. you do one thing wrong, it sounds absolutely terrible. Uh, so it's, it's fine doing it on Instagram because you just do about seven takes, but I've often wondered stage, how many take those things, uh, require oh my God, honestly, it's a lot of work. It's so, it's a lot of work and people just don't like, we've really, really massively cut back doing it. Mm. Um, it's a lot of freaking work. Yeah. Like Would you say that the, the sketchiness of the live performance adds to your experience playing? Because I actually thrive in like sketchy situations. Like see when it's like, oh, I don't know, something you're just a little bit uncomfortable with. I feel like I'm just more on it. Yeah, I get, mm, not for me really actually. Right. I'd rather just be able to play and know it's all going to go smoothly. Yeah. Like thinking about what I'm playing and doing is enough for me. Mm. like 
I guess if you're doing yeah. the kind of pop thing, it's like there, there's a wee bit more that comes into the uh, the visual aspect of like you know making sure yeah. you're actually moving, um, 100%. not just sitting there like a slug kind of self-engrossed in your solo that you're playing. Absolutely, like the performance is a lot more than the technology that's going on behind you. Yeah, it's man, it's a lot to think about. Yeah. <laughs> so how's uh, your performance changed from? Can you remember your first gig you ever played? Um, that was like session session gigs, yeah. And were those like more kind of like maybe a, a trio or a quartet kind of live band situation? Yeah, a lot right. more like that, yeah. And so how long yeah. did it take from doing stuff like that to you having, say, Hanny with like this big massive thing working behind you, like an organism, you know, you got like your techies, you yeah. got everybody else who's working behind the scenes. Like, what's that process like? Because it's a huge jump um yeah it was um but also it was a huge jump anyway because it was going from like playing for other people to like this is our thing like right. this is for us and that's mm. just a completely different ball game like completely different session you like you just rock up you know what you've got to play you play it and you go home yeah whereas this is like you rock up you're absolutely terrified you're helping everyone set up. You're like, oh my God, is this plugged into the right place? You're checking the Ableton project. Like, oh my God, is everything coordinated? <laughs> and then, and then you finish and then you have to help pack up and then, and then you eventually get to go home. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, to, um, it took a while to get like everything set up and all of that, mm. but it was fun a massive learning process. Yeah, no, I mean, I can imagine it's, uh, Again, I said it gives me anxiety thinking about having to <laughs> do all that stuff. Like, if yeah. I, if I can just rock up with a guitar in the band and like just get away with it, I'll, I'll be happy for the next like, t- ten years at least. Like, I don't even need to think about any of honors. Like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh wow! Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I think the music I'm playing is like more um, as incredibly different. You know, mm, it, oh, yeah. it's totally. supposed to it's supposed to be like different every time. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and that's. Uh, yeah, it takes a certain type of skill and person to be able to meticulously push buttons at the right time. And like, I am oh, not yeah. that guy. Like, I'm just, I'm yeah, good yeah, at sure. winging stuff. And like, uh, mm-hmm. oh, wow. It's it's just, we're in diff- we're living in different worlds. But it's cool to be able to yeah, hear totally. about it, you know? Cause it's, um, yeah, 100%. I think we kind of, you know, we just see each other on Instagram, like not necessarily you and I, but like everybody. And it's just a small yeah. glimpse into all the work that goes on behind the scenes. Oh, like. My- goodness yeah yeah so you're Literally. departing from live looping then is that confirmed um i mean i still like i still enjoy doing it here mm-hmm. like at the flat jamming oh, cool. with it but i think um for the actual project and for actually playing live yeah mm. so is it more of i guess the live look looping obviously requires a lot of like uh songwriting process but do you find yourselves working more in like uh an acoustic setting or an electric setting, like for the new project when like writing songs? Mm, it's it's pretty electric. Oh, like cool. we'll often start with like some Juno or something. Oh nice. Some bass, some synth, and then we go from there. And it's like Ableton. Ableton's a pretty electronic door kind of. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. pretty ele- it's a pretty electric. So uh, often the songs will be written acoustically, but then Ah, right, right. So in that process of writing acoustically, how mm. do you do you have like a specific thing that you look to for inspiration for writing or is it just sort of whatever you feel at that time? Yeah, not at all. Normally I literally sit down on the piano because I'm 
really bad so there's only so much i can do like so i can't get carried away with harmony and then (laughs) i I literally just play a couple chords and i and i and i just write a song all right i don't like i don't i don't i don't know i don't really like kind of like thinking oh what's this person done oh their their verse is only four bars long and like like, nah just sit down and write right so i guess that's was that a conscious decision you made to um limit yourself by using piano as opposed to writing on guitar because we spoke earlier about you being like super Mm. into theory and like sometimes Mm. feeling like you know too much but if you sit down at something like a piano it's like you're not as competent maybe or you're uh you're not think overthinking as much is that a like decision you made yeah yeah definitely i can't i find actually more recently i'm okay i can like sit down and play very basic guitar chords and write to it but i just like it was just my ego just couldn't hack it before i was like i can't write on guitar i just can't like playing b minor a g just sounds shit you know (laughs) but like on piano i'm like oh this sounds really nice oh wow and was that something that you decided to do yourself or was that a recommendation you got from someone i just i just i just decided i really wanted to actually be able to play a little bit piano so Uh, cool what other instruments do you play then because i know that you you play a wee bit of drums right and i've definitely heard you singing is there anything mm. I'm missing? No, uh, no, no. I, I mean, I like I dabble in bass and I dabble in keys. All right. Like guitar and drums are like my main thing. Right, and is that some drums? Is that something that you put as much kind of practice time into? Because I know again you've been quite meticulous nah, with your practice in the past. Right. Yeah, when I was younger, definitely drums mm. was like I was more into drumming than guitar. But ah. um, no, and then, but then I studied guitar at uni, so. Right. I was like all day every day. Cool, nice. And when did you start playing drums? And was that like a long time before guitar? Or? No, about the same time. Probably oh. like maybe a year after guitar. Nice. And did that come about yeah. just through your parents' influence, or? Yeah, parents. Just yeah. drums and guitar at once. It was just like let's just get Annie doing some music. Uh no no they gave me like a guitar lessons when I was little and like a classical guitar that wasn't really my option. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I literally right. don't even remember when I started. I was so tiny. Oh wow! And then, um, and then I there was like some kind of workshop at school, and someone was playing the drums, and I was like, "That's so cool! I want to do that!" And then I started playing drums. <laughs> oh, sick! Cool. Do you remember what your first guitar was? Because I, I have a fond memory of what oh, mine was. Heck no! It was some nylon string, tiny half size, like. All right, man. It must have been like Yamaha or something. Must have been like proper young then, right? I think I was like five or five or six. Right. Something like nice. that. Have you ever taught know. anybody of that age yourself? I I, th- I taught like a seven-year-old. Right. Like, before I went to uni. Uh-huh. Um, I just absolutely, uh, nah, teaching's not for me. Right. That's funny, because I, I saw some of your posts, uh, I think it was last week or something, just explaining why you're going to do a Patreon, but like, mm. there was almost this sort of like funny juxtaposition of like i'm gonna do it but like i really don't want to do this (laughs) literally literally well i was just like you know what i'm I'm not i'm just not a teacher i've got no patience for it and i'm terrible at explaining like Mm. i know exactly what i'm thinking but getting it out in words is another story right um and but i was like you know what if people want to learn then i will do it i will sit down i will explain what i'm playing it can't be that hard so um I did it. But I was like, I'm not going to, I'm just like, I'm just not prepared to 
whack up a bunch of lessons on Instagram and just like do it literally for free because I don't like it. Why would I do that? So mm-hmm. I was like, I'll do it on Patreon. If anyone if anyone wants to learn, they can go over and learn. Right. So what kind of materials are you giving out on there then? Literally everything. Going through like harmony, tutorials of like what I'm playing on Instagram, um, soloing over chord progressions, exercises, etudes. Wow. All stuff. That sounds great. I need to join it and see what's cracking. <laughs> No, that's cool because I mean, fun, yeah. it's. Do you think? I'm getting the vibe that you might say no here, but do you think maybe this could be a vehicle to Annie being a teacher, <laughs> like an actually not. not at all, really? Not at all. Wow. Not at all. The only like the only way I'm teaching is if I'm like is like Patreon if if I'm like earning these money through it, but I don't mm. think it will ever take over like actual music. Yeah. That's interesting. Never. No. No. Because I do see, like, it's quite common amongst people who are, like, really into the theory thing and they kind of learn it all themselves and like, oh, wow, this is interesting. It's like, naturally, you want to share this information with people. And I guess that's going to be your way of doing it will be through Patreon. But um, Mm. I don't know. I just would have, just based on your kind of persona, I would have thought that you'd be, like, a wee bit more into teaching. Interesting. No, that's really interesting. I'm all up for like sharing knowledge and like all of my folders and things, like share all the info on that. But I just, I don't know. I'm just really OCD about time and like I know what I want to achieve and teaching is not going to get me there. Right, right, right. Ah, fair enough. I guess it's uh, it's not for everybody. But yeah, it, it's cool that you are like kind of giving out to the community in that way because I'm sure there are a ton of musicians who would love to learn from you. Mm. Um especially within like the mixing the guitar into the kind of pop stuff that you've been creating but yeah um yeah it's just i'm just like really interested in the fact that you're such a keen learner yeah but it's like yeah just because in in my mind i'm just like i'm the complete opposite you know i'm like i just love learning but i love teaching as well you know yeah i think it's great i mean like Mm. i would be nowhere without my teachers yeah well, yeah. maybe maybe someone will be able to say the same for you through your Patreon. So, maybe, you know, maybe. if you're listening Hopefully. and you want to uh, learn from the best, go to uh, Annie's Patreon. Is it Annie or is it Hanny? <laughs> uh, it's Hanny Music. There, so there's keys, uh, keys tutorials up there as well. Oh, nice. And what kind of, pla- um, oh, what do they call them on Patreon? Like tiers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of tiers do you offer then? Um, from $3 to $60. Oh wow! So what does yeah. sixty dollars give you? It's not a lesson, is it? I can't remember. You'd have to, you'd have to, I think it's like I, can't, I can't, honestly can't remember. All right. I have to. I have to have a look. But um, no, I'd like some people actually do this. I'm like, wow, people are amazing. Yeah, totally. Wow, wow. Wow, cool. Well, I'm gonna check that out as soon as we're done with this call. But cool. <laughs> anyway, so I've recently saw on your page that you've been like getting rid of a bunch of gear, right? And you've kind of moved over to being mostly kind of kemper right mm-hmm. yeah yeah how's that process been for you because i know from my Amazing. perspective i'm like i'm like sitting in between like the digital and analog world and i can't quite yeah. like put my foot in either direction yeah 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 totally I, for me it was so easy i've just never been enough of a gear nerd to kind of be like oh yeah but the valve in this is like no 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 <laughs> don't just don't don't bother talking to me about it i'm lost i'm out right. like i'd rather go and practice um so it was just so easy for me. Like I like 
I like to be able to rock up to a gig with one thing rather than yeah. an entire blooming pedal board and then you're like oh my god I've got hiss where's it coming from mm-hmm. unplug it I just can't just like I just don't have the time for it yeah um so I was like easiest decision ever I'm getting a Kemper honestly and then so, like a lot of the time I do everything uh in the computer like it's all plugins right so did you try any alternatives because obviously there's like axe effects kemper yeah, helix yeah. and all that did you try a bunch or was it just like kemper i've never tried axe effects i tried helix right um but i think it was just like at the time kemper was like the thing yeah so i was like what i'll get a kemper <laughs> cool yeah i was i was thinking about that as well and then i tried the axe effects that was really cool but like too much for what i needed and now i've dialed really... it back down to having like a helix on a board with real pedals as well and a tube amp oh, so cool. it's like kind of best of both worlds yeah, um, yeah yeah i'm hoping one day there's a situation where i'm allowed to run like a tube amp and a helix so i've got like a stereo kind of sound to two different amps oh sick i don't can you do that on the camper you could definitely yeah i think you could I yeah no i idea. reckon you could hmm. yeah you can because you can like you can like reamp as well on the camper uh. and that's uh, all yeah. pretty techy stuff. Again, it's I'm all, like, yeah, I'm not techie. the most like techy person. Like, I know what I need to do to get my thing, but it's like my mm. thing is very basic. I don't need a techy <laughs> like team behind me to get my sound. You know? Yeah, yeah. That would totally. be um, that would be a pretty of a ordeal. But yeah. <laughs> so you're an artist for LSL, right? Guitar company. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. So what do you like about that guitar? Because I do see that that's <sighs> like it seems like that's your main main one, right? I would say that and my Strat, yeah, are probably my main ones, yeah. Mm. Why is that? Um, I don't know, really. I just love it. It's just so nice to play. It looks so nice. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's just, really it's nice. Just, it's, just, it's just, like, genuinely really nice to play. You know, you just pick up some guitars, you're like, this is, this is a special guitar. Yeah. Like, it's it was, definitely special. Was the telly made to, like, your spec, or was it just sort of... Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I literally sent them like exactly what I wanted, and they built it. Damn, nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's the it's the Annie custom from uh, yeah, yeah. LSL. Uh huh. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. I love it. I love it. I've never played an LSL, but I have another friend. Do you know Christoph Nians? Uh, maybe. maybe. I don't. Uh, yeah, maybe. Well, I was talking to him. He also got a LSL deal thing, and they made like a custom like to the precise millimeter guitar from and it's like it's pretty yeah. cool i would I would love That's that one super day cool. yeah. yeah but cool great well i don't want to take up too much of your time but i just have mm-hmm. a quick fire question round for you cool so let's see let's see how these go so all right i'm reading them off a off a page in case you're wondering <laughs> um all right let's start with your three desert island albums oh my goodness <laughs> Um, do you know what? I've never ever been one to listen to albums. I really? Just listen to songs, yeah. Oh wow. Ever except for um, Maroon Five songs about Jane. Ah. Uh. Yeah, so- and I'm also like the worst with names. If someone's like, "Oh, do you know this song?" I'm like, probably, but I've absolutely no idea what it is by the name. Right. And artists, not a clue. I'm so terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible. That's funny, because um, I was just, I was going to ask a question. I was going to say, so on the back of that, who are three artists you think more people should know about? I guess that you've probably got some mm. friends that you think should 
deserves more listeners. Yeah, Vic, you probably know Vicky Canal. I don't know if I do. Maybe. She's amazing. Her voice is unreal. Right. She's just released like a debut album. Cool. It's really, really good. Um, maybe Mahalia, but she's doing really well at the moment. I mm-hmm. think uh, I think a lot of people know about her. Yeah. Um, oh, Busty and the Bass. They're sick. All right. I've never heard them. Oh, you should check them out. They're right. really, really cool. I actually like 12 of them. And, oh, wow. I thought yeah. you were going to say busted for a second. <laughs> no. I mean, like, yes, but no. Yeah. I was talking to someone uh, recently about like my guilty pleasures and um, in music. And uh, mm. I'm like so not guilty about it, but I just love S Club 7. Like, oh, heck yeah. They're just so good. <laughs> heck yeah. Love that. All right. So do you have any advice for young women trying to find their feet in the music industry? Mm, yeah my advice would definitely depend on what what kind of thing they want to do in the music industry because right. I, I, I don't know one thing i've learned is just it's the music industry is absolutely enormous i mean it's tiny in its little areas like mm. but it's huge like what what kind of avenue of music but um i don't know i think just like believe in what you do and and work hard mm. Yeah. kind of like no kind of get an idea of what you need to do to achieve what you want to achieve and stick with it great i mean that's great advice for anybody of course yeah, um, yeah i think yeah <laughs> sick all right uh are there any new skills you've been working on through lockdown um production i've definitely been trying to kind of like get up my production skills a little bit like working on ableton and yeah Anything like outside of music? Oh, uh, <laughs> do I have a life outside of music? Um, ooh, I've trying to be kind of like trying to be getting a bit more healthy, like eating better, doing more exercise, sleeping better. Oh my god, I used to just like stay awake and work all night. It was really unhealthy. So yeah. Great. All right, and the last one. Aside from guitar, what's the one mm. piece of gear? You couldn't live without. Um, I would have to say this is really lame. I'd say my iPhone. I f- I film everything on my iPhone. Like, I don't even plug a mic into it. I just I I, I couldn't do anything of what I, and voice memos, notes to write lyrics. Couldn't live without it. It's not really music gear, but oh well, I, I guess it functions for that. I also. Um, I've, I've speak, spoke to a few students about this but I tell them that their voice memo needs to be on the bottom line because if it's not yeah. and you get an idea yeah. it's just like it's just hard you know I have to scroll mm-hmm. and it's not there yeah cool great well do you have any words of wisdom for those who have uh, made it this far oh wow words I'm, I'm not particularly wise I don't know I don't think no, so no you're right you got like the word of the day words <laughs> of wisdom all the music theory Oh man, no, I, I, I think just, I think what I've learned recently is you just got to do what you love, do what you want to do, stop thinking about what everyone else is going to like or what's going to earn you money. If you do what you, do what you want to do, the money will come and some people will like it. All right, and that concludes episode 16 of Sitting In with Annie Wagstaff. You can check out all Hanny's links, Hanny, Annie? Annie and Hanny's links in the uh, podcast description and as always if you want to support the podcast 
you can get yourself some merch from our Teespring page, which is also linked below. Have a good week.